It's Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood. Illicit drugs are a wildly lucrative business for many gangs in Mexico. But at least one cartel, the Zetas Gang, has found something even more profitable, coal mining. The state of Coahuila borders Texas and produces 95% of Mexico's coal. And it's also ground zero for Mexican drug cartels turned coal barons. That's according to a recent article in Al Jazeera, written by reporter John Holman, who joins us by phone from the roadside in Mexico. John, welcome to Living on Earth. Hello. So how is it possible that mining for coal can be more profitable than selling illegal drugs? Mm. Well, one of the big things is that in Coahuila, there's lots of small clandestine mines called pozos. And these sorts of mines uh, have very little regulation. And so obviously they can have a bigger turnover from gangs like the Zeppa gang. And obviously miners in that state are not usually very highly trained or very poorly paid. So that's another reason that um, they could earn a lot of money from it. So these are small little clandestine mines on the side of the roads uh, that people are working. Yes, obviously Coahuila also has its share of bigger mines. As you said, it's uh, responsible for 95% of uh, Mexico's coal output. These small mines, as you drive through Coahuila, uh, as I did, then you can see them just on the side of the road in the coal district. And they're literally just uh, some men gathered around what looks like a very ropey sort of uh, machine to lower them down into the depths of the earth and bring up that coal. So walk me through this process. Who buys this coal from the, the, the drug cartels? It's a process that goes, first of all, from these smaller mines, then larger established companies. It's been alleged by this coal. And then they, in turn, send it on to a state company called Prodemi, uh, who sells it to all sorts of people, including Mexico's nationalized electricity board. So this is why this has blown up to be quite a scandal in Mexico, because amongst the companies that, in the end, end up with this coal, as well as private companies, are state-run companies. So how right am I to assume that this is a dangerous business? Uh, And how have the legal coal miners reacted to the drug cartels getting involved uh, in the coal mining business? Mm. Well, to give you an idea, the weekend that uh, we went down to investigate this, I think a day or two before a mine owner been killed and tortured, seemed because he talked about what was going on. The ex-governor's son was killed. And I think there's a lot of police, there's a lot of uh, Navy, and there's a lot of Army in Coahuila at the moment. Uh, The state's very much on edge. How is this involved in the drug war down there? I know that the leader of the Zetas gang was uh, was killed by the Mexican federal government, the Navy, I believe. Yeah, you're exactly right. And he was actually killed in a village progresso that's known as a coal mining village. Uh, And from that, people have inferred a link between him and mining. And uh, several people have said that uh, he was of making the change to become a miner from being a drug baron. But this state is very much in the hands of the Zetas gang, one of Mexico's most uh, ruthless drug gangs, and one that's shown a certain talent in, um, in expanding into other businesses, extortion, people trafficking, pirates, uh, copies of DVDs even, and things like this. And it seems like that this is uh, the latest venture for them. How safe is it for you to operate there as a journalist? In Coahuila, I think it's very difficult. The local journalists that we talk to, there's certainly um, a lot of subjects that they can't write about. One of the journalists that we were wandering around there with told us some things that um, seemed quite incredible and said that he couldn't report it in his local paper because if he did, then the likelihood is that he'd end up dead. So what kind of things did he say? There's stories just coming out now. Uh, about villages in the state in which um, they're basically ghost villages due to feuds or just mass killings. And these stories are only just coming out now, mostly in national 
magazines or international media that come in uh, and go out. As I say, for the local reporters there, it's very dangerous to talk about these things. And what about the safety of the coal miners and, uh, and the environment, for that matter? The safety of coal miners in that region has never seemed to be a priority concern of those that are operating the mines. Almost seven years ago, there was a, a huge accident in which 65 miners died, and some of those bodies have never been recovered. And mining advocates there uh, for miners' rights say that the situation hasn't improved that much. And even with the acquisition of these mines by organized crime, it's probably going to get a lot worse for them because the few safety regulations that legal mines needed to uphold have now sort of been stripped away. So I would say in summary, um, sort of not too good and probably getting worse for the, uh, for the miners. And how about the environment there? Many mines have got a lot of regulation and that's sort of in truck with the, um, with the federal government. But again, if you've got these um, artisanal, these small-scale mines that are being run by groups that aren't beholden to the law in any way, then that's obviously not going to be a great thing for the environment. The only thing is that most of these mines are on very small scale, so the impact wouldn't of those small-scale mines wouldn't be as bad for the environment. So, uh, John Holman, what's next? Now that the government knows that organized crime is involved in coal mining uh, and they've killed the leader of the Zetas gang, what are they going to do about it? Mm. Well, at the moment, there's a, a federal investigation ongoing. They have sent a lot of uh, federal investigators, I believe about 200 into the state, to look into what's going on there. But as yet, there's been no um, dramatic conclusion or mass arrests. Reporter John Holman speaking to us from Mexico. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you.